0: Your need to know cultural snapshot of Wisconsin and beyond. This is what's on tap with Sandy Max, a deep dive into all things intriguing, riveting, and entertaining. And now your host for the evening, here's Sandy Max.
1: Good evening, how you doing? Welcome to this new show where you get to experience and hear culture and creativity here in Wisconsin and beyond. We call it What's on Tap. I am Sandy Max, and on the show tonight, find out where you can learn Irish dancing on Saturday in Wauwatosa. You can even take your friends. It sounds like a lot of fun. We're going to find out more about that. Snow is here in Wisconsin. Yesterday, Granite Peak General Manager Greg Fisher joined us to tell us about some great slopes in middle and northern part of the Midwest here in Wisconsin, also in Michigan and Minnesota tonight We find out about what's going on in the southern part of Wisconsin at Wilmot Mountain. Find out if some of your favorite TV shows and movies made the cut for the SAG Awards nominations. We're going to celebrate Pat Benatar's birthday. What a rockin' chick. And also find out which epic HBO show is celebrating its 25th anniversary. Do you have a guess? It's a song that's been stuck in my head all day. So it's the song you need to hear tonight. But right now, come with me to the Greendale High School Theater Meet the director and some of the cast members of Greendale Community Theaters production of the romantic musical called The Last Five Years. It's an interesting production, a romance told in kind of a time-shifting different way. It's only going to be on stage tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday, so don't let this story, performed by some excellent local talent, pass you by. Uh, first, uh, let's meet Tim Backus. He is the artistic director of... Greendale Community Theater and the director of this musical.
2: So the last five years, charts the course of like a five-year relationship between these two people, Jamie and Kathy. Um, and the way that it works is, since there's only two people, like there's one person on stage at each time. So we start off with Kathy at the end of the relationship, and it goes back to the beginning of the relationship. With Jamie, it's the opposite. It starts at the beginning, and it goes back to the end. And the only time they're on stage together, singing together, is at the very middle when they have their proposal and their wedding. What
1: a creative way to tell a story. Is that what drew you to this piece in the first
2: place? Yeah, I um, as a theater kid in the early 2000s, uh, I was. this was one of those um, soundtracks that I listened to all the time. Um, I started just by loving the music, but then the first time that I actually got to see the production, it just felt like something I had never seen before. Like, it felt so creative, um, so raw. Like, the emotion felt very real, um, intimate. So um, I've, I've loved this show for 20 years now. And now you get to put it on stage. Yes.
1: Who have you cast to be part of the magic?
2: So we have two casts on our Thursday evening and Saturday afternoon performances. We have Jamie Mercado uh, as Kathy and Daniel Persino as Jamie. And then on our Friday and Saturday evening performances, we have Haley Hentz as Kathy um, and Thomas Minkowski as Jamie.
1: Why two casts?
2: Several reasons. Um, One, just more practically, like in wintertime, in the COVID era, you never know if something could potentially go wrong. Um, but also, we knew this was going to be a super popular show among actors. This is one of those shows that's like bucket list roles for everybody um, and so we did end up having a ton of people come out and audition um, and we knew that if we did two casts not only would be we we'd be able to get some really talented people on stage more people but also like help us sell some more tickets um, more people interested in seeing the show potentially multiple times even though it's just the one weekend it gives more incentive for people to come out and check it out
1: well it's still show business <laughs> now that being said Greendale Community Theater really is community. Can you explain who the charity partner is, how they got chosen, and and why that's important to roll into this?
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, that's the most important part about this organization is that the mission for years now has been redefining community theaters, so we partner with a charitable organization for every show and raise money for them. Uh, For this production, it is the Greendale Friends of the Public Library, um, which is awesome. Love the library. we chose usually we choose the charities based on like a theme of the show that kind of matches what the charity does. So for the last five years, um Jamie's like a big time novelist and author, um, works really well with like books and stuff. Right? Um, and of course, it's like a really local charity. We have a lot of like Milwaukee area stuff that we have supported. but this is the first, at least in quite a while, like Greendale specific that we're bringing in, which is exciting.
1: So see, not just showcasing spectacular talent in the city, but also I love it when community supports community. And I did ask him when he chats with other theater people around the country, what's the reputation of Wisconsin talent? And he said very underrated and that he was very thrilled with the casting for the last five years. And uh, right now, meet Daniel Presenio, Persino, excuse me, from Bristol. He plays Jamie Wellerstein, the man of the couple, and Daniel has a playful approach to his character. What is it that has impressed you or stayed with you
0: about this story? When when you're in the room with the other person and it, it moves backwards for Kathy's character, uh, you get that hindsight and then it informs a little bit of, of where at least Jamie is going and you can see that arc and it's, It's interesting to work from the back to the front. And I I don't do that in my role personally, but it was interesting to see, like, what what if the roles were reversed and you get a more holistic view? We all wish we had a little bit more, like, hindsight, when it comes to relationships or work or something, but, yeah.
1: What do you hope audiences feel or take away after
0: seeing the last five years? I hope there is... A sense of hope, even though there is like, uh, with any relationship, like uh, excitement and hardship and sometimes tragedy. It's it's such a human show. It is a musical. Mm-hmm. What is one of your favorite
1: songs in the show?
0: Moving too fast is probably my favorite song in the musical. It also encapsulates this whole process really, really quick. It's like he, he Jamie. He gets more wide-eyed and wide-eyed with each accomplishment, and it just grows and grows and explodes to the point where he doesn't even have words, and he just sings this, like, belting "Oh," just a, whoa, it's very Shakespearean. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it encapsulates my excitement and hopefully the excitement of the audiences as well. And that is
1: Daniel Persino, who is playing the role of Jamie Wellerstein, one of the two actors in the two rotating casts, and then... The other Jamie is Jamie Mercado, one of the lovely ladies playing Kathy. And Jamie grew up acting in Milwaukee, including on stage at First Stage and at the Rep. And I asked her about the singing part and her favorite song.
3: I've thought about this a lot and I think my favorite is A Summer in Ohio. It's a song about um, doing summer stock in Ohio and kind of being a little bit sick of it and, and missing your loved one and it's just, it's a super fun song. I get to sing really belty, it's super challenging but it's such a fun song.
1: And you have a live band performing with you, how does that feel?
3: It feels great. It's always lovely to have live instruments with you. It just boosts the energy of the whole
1: show. That is Jamie Mercado, one of the lovely ladies in the cast of The Last Five Years, and you've only got one weekend to see it. Greendale Community Theater performing at the Greendale High School Auditorium, and that's that was where you heard uh, that that rehearsal space. 900 seats, it's a big space, so room for you and your friends performing Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. uh, 7 o'clock shows and a Saturday matinee on January 13th. Uh, If you go to Greendale theater.org you can get the information. And theater, a warm way to have fun this weekend. Another way to warm up is by moving to the music. Get your friends and learn how to do Irish dancing Saturday in Wauwatosa. Celtic MKE's Christina Paris, who's also a musician who performs Irish music. Christina joins us next on What's on Tap on WTMJ. And hey, we're back with Irish music katrina paris of celtic mke has joined us to inform me about kaylee
3: hello katrina are you there yes i'm here
1: (laughs) wonderful and this is some of your music
3: yeah um i'm in a band called keol and we're one of many local irish bands um milwaukee's very blessed to have many irish bands
1: Indeed. Now, tell me about what Kaylee is, because it's not spelled like that, and I almost mispronounced it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Kaylee is, um, at least in the Irish um, Gaelic way, it is C-E-I-L-I, and it's it's a social gathering. And typically in Ireland and Scotland, it would involve um, live musicians playing for dancers. And we have—we're um, really lucky in Milwaukee to have a monthly Kaylee dance, and we have them now at the Celtic MKE Center, that's in Wauwatosa. That's where the Irish Fest is planned year-round, and um, we have Kaylee's the second Saturday of each month. So that's there's one coming up this Saturday. Yeah, this
1: Saturday caught my eye. And can you tell me? I saw that there's going to be a live music and also a caller. So does Kaylee dancing? Kind of compared to American square dancing,
3: very much like that. They they have their history. Actually, square dancing has its history in Kaylee dancing. So um, there's a lot of intertwining with that. Um, so the caller is like the instructor. Um, they would uh, w- like walk you through the uh, the dancing. There's um, Kaylee dancing is actually pretty easy to learn and it's for all ages. We've I've uh, seen two year olds and ninety year olds. So. <laughs> it's it's a really neat family uh, friendly event and so the caller will guide the dancers through it first and then once they go through the dance a couple times then the music starts live and then the the dancers will dance with the live music and what's neat is you don't have to go to the whole night. Like our our dances go from seven till nine thirty each evening. But if you can only make one hour, like if you want to bring the kids and only stay till eight o'clock, that's fine because they'll teach a dance, then they'll dance with the music, then they'll teach the next dance, go with the music. And and so it's really neat that way. It's very, very family friendly.
4: What a
1: fun way to bring people together. And like you said all ages and I feel like if this is a time where you haven't seen some people in a while tell them to come on out and uh, and there is no shame in the if you just stand on the sides and watch right
3: Oh definitely we, we definitely have people who just come to listen to the music and it's really affordable too it's um, ten dollars for adults and then uh, students with an ID and people 13 through 18 it's only five dollars and children 12 and under are free. So you can just sit on the side and listen to the music, or you can try one or two dances. Typically, they're going to be jigs and reels. Um, Sometimes we teach a march, and then we always end with a really nice waltz.
1: I think learning a jig, you can't be unhappy while you're doing a jig.
3: Definitely not. Definitely not.
1: (laughs) And and now this music that we're listening to is a band that you are in, and this is the style of music that you can expect to hear on Saturday night.
3: Yes. Yes. Very traditional Irish music. You're going to have almost always a fiddle. Uh, Sometimes there will be a boweron, which is an Irish drum. Um, There's often guitar, tin whistle, sometimes a concertina or mandolin. Um, but the great thing in, in Milwaukee is that we've got so many bands. Like, this coming year, um, I booked nine bands just from Milwaukee alone to play at our, our Kaylee dances. Um, so, yeah, we, we have them all months except July and August. Um, of course, August, we're going to be having a big couple of Kaylee dances at the Irish Fest grounds.
1: Sure. So, that has to be okay. hundreds of people.
3: Oh, yeah. It's so <laughs> fun, too. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a lot of fun callers. Like this weekend, we have Bridget and Ryan. They're with the Kinsella Dance Group. They're going to play the music. And then there's a um, gentleman named Gary who's going to be calling for us. Um, But we have several callers. And like I say, so many great bands. And Christina, what keeps you
1: coming back to be a volunteer with Celtic MKE and wrangling all the other volunteers?
3: I think it's one of the most fun things to be involved with. I'm not even Irish, but I got involved at the Irish Fest Summer School um, playing flute. And then now um, I also am involved with the Irish Fest School of Music, which is year-round. And it's just the most joyful music. And the most incredible volunteers you could ever meet are there. And I've made friends that are lifelong. And it's just I come home after volunteering and so energized, and I'm at every single Kaylee um, selling beverages. So <laughs> I, I'm at every single Kaylee, <laughs> and uh, if our band's not playing, I'm behind, uh, you know, in the kitchen area getting things ready and snacks for for the dancers, and it's it's really fun. And and I wanted to mention too, if people are interested, if they can't make the one the Saturday. Um, if you want to find out about it, you can go to the CelticMKE.com website and just um, look for events and check where the Cayley the dancing is. And then we would send you an email to remind you when the next one is.
1: You've got this um, all coordinated, Christina. I like it.
3: Oh, yeah. Thank yeah, you so bad. much for <laughs>
1: spending time with me today and sharing the good Irish culture here in Milwaukee and Wisconsin. Uh, I'm looking forward to going to Ireland in May, but it's nice to know I don't have to wait that long to experience some of the Irish fun.
3: Right. Well, if you come ahead of time, then you'll go there and you'll already know how to do the thing.
1: <laughs> You're right. I'll fit right in with my jig. Thank you very yes, much. Yes. CelticMKE.com. Christina, have a great night. I look forward to talking with you again soon. And right now we go to the WTMJ Breaking News Center with Jack Grau. Thanks for tuning in to this new show, What's on Tap, on WTMJ, where you get to experience culture and creativity from Wisconsin and around the world. And are you one of the people who has been aching to get some snow to play in? Well, the white stuff is here. I'm Sandy Max, joined on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline by Wilmot Mountain Senior Manager of Skier Services, Dan Brewer. And Dan, welcome to What's on Tap. How are you feeling With the snow finally arriving and more on the way.
4: (laughs) I'm feeling great, Sandy. Thanks for having me. Uh, We're super excited at Wilmot to finally get some of the uh, gifts that Mother Nature provides us. And uh, super excited to have people come out and for also for our staff to go out and get a chance to play in the snow.
1: Well, thank you for your flexibility tonight and for uh, letting me take you away from a little bit of the snow. But you talk about the new snowfall. You have to make snow, usually. What does it mean now that we've got a little bit of fresh, even though it's wet snow, and then more snow on the way? How does that affect life at Wilmot Mountain?
4: All the snow we get and all the cold temps that we receive is a blessing for us at Walmart. Um, You know, making snow is a process in itself, and it takes a lot of uh, good teamwork and uh, the team working together for uh, the main goal of providing snow for our guests. But when Mother Nature provides snow for us, uh, it all works together, (laughs) and it gets everybody pumped up. And, you know, when you get snow in your backyard and you, you look around and you go, oh, let's go skiing, you know, instead of looking at uh, not snow in your backyard. So it's been great.
1: What makes Wilmot Mountain unique of the other slopes around our state?
4: Uh, Wilmot is one of the, you know, it's a uh, we've been here for 86 years to start with. Uh, second, it's good for beginners. Um, it's good for lessons and it's also uh if you're going to take a trip out west it's a great place to get your legs warmed up and our new moniker this year or our moniker every year is welcome and we'd like to welcome as many people to wilmot as we can and comfortably and for all them to have come and get or come and have a good time do you have a favorite run on wilmot mountain I must say my favorite run so far on Wilmot Mountain is Exhibition. It's right there. If you check out our, uh, our snow cam on our website, it's right there on our snow cam, and it's our steepest run, and it's uh, pretty awesome.
1: Are you a really experienced skier? Did you grow up
4: in this lifestyle? I am a very experienced skier. Uh, I grew up skiing at Wilmot. I started skiing really? in the yeah. Oh, wow. So you really know these runs. I do. Uh, I grew up at Wilmot. I moved to Colorado for a while. So I was a skier in Colorado for a long time. And now I'm back at Wilmot.
1: <laughs> what drew you back? Because I got to uh, think Colorado
4: would be its own special kind of skiing. That's you destination know what drew me skiing. Back is kind of funny. It's uh, family. Yeah. Uh, my whole family still lives here. My wife's family lives here. And the Wilmot community kind of drew me back as well. I love all of my um, workmates and my uh, friends that live around here. So, yeah, we feel blessed to be back at Wilmot. We are talking with
1: Wilmot Mountain Senior Manager of Skier Services, Dan Brewer. And, Dan, what are some of the special events coming up at Wilmot Mountain?
4: Uh, Here at Wilmot, we're going to have... um, we're having a, a WSM or WMSC race, uh, ski race on what is, oh, this Saturday. I would say it's coming up Saturday, so, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So if anybody wants to come out and check out some, some uh, world class amateur racers, <laughs> it would be a good time to come check them out. And then every Saturday and Sunday, we have kids' events and things going on in our plaza right there at the base of Wilma.
1: And you've got Friday Fish Fry.
4: Friday a <laughs> walk You can't miss that, folks. You cannot miss that. It's a, it's, a, it's awesome.
1: A fine tradition, and you don't just ski in the daytime at Wilmot. You can even ski at night.
4: Yep. We ski from uh, 10 to 9 p.m. Um, on weekdays, and we ski from 9 to 9 on weekends. So Let's get ready to <laughs> do some skiing, folks. We're open for 12 hours or 11 hours a day.
1: <laughs> and plenty of room. And do you my last question for you, Dan, is do you see more traditional skiers
4: on two slats there or more snowboarders? That's a great question. And I think it's about 50-50. Yeah. We see a lot of skiers. We see a lot of snowboarders. Um I do believe, though, I'm leaning more towards seeing a few more skiers. (laughs) But you're always willing to teach and to learn, right? We're always willing to teach and learn, and our ski school is one of the top in the state. And um, we look forward to, um, you know, teaching and also becoming friends with anyone that comes out. So we love Wilmot. Um, Wilmot's a great place for all. So come on out and join us.
1: And Dan, for anybody who hasn't been there yet, where is Wilmot Mountain located?
4: Wilmot Mountain is located right on the border of Illinois and Wisconsin on Fox Lake Road. Um, You can get there from Highway 173. You can come down from Highway 12 in Wisconsin. So, yeah, it's right, you know. Check out our website and we'll get your directions straight to the mountain.
1: Mountain WilmotMountain.com. And as Dan, as you say, welcome.
4: Welcome home.
1: (laughs) Thanks so much for your time tonight, Dan Brewer of Wilmot Mountain. Happy
4: winter and happy skiing to you. Thank you and enjoy. uh, Think snow, folks. (laughs)
1: you, <laughs> Snow. you got it. Thank you, Dan. And we're gonna All right, c- have a good night. You too. We're gonna celebrate the birthday of a rockin' woman. Next on What's On Tap on WTMJ. Welcome back to What's On Tap on WTMJ.
4: With your best shot.
1: Yeah, on, that yeah. is the voice of rock and roll hall of famer Pat Benatar, and today is her birthday, and she is. You know, really a trailblazer, which I feel like sometimes that word gets overused, but she is a an artist to be admired. I'm Sandy Max. you are listening to what's on Tap where we celebrate culture and creativity. and Pat Benatar is just really somebody to admire in a lot of ways, professionally, of course. Four Grammys. She got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in November of 2022. And I was there at that induction ceremony concert. And I got to tell you, I read a lot of things today. And almost every single article mentioned that she turned 71 years old today. And I wasn't sure how I felt about that. Cause, you know, women, we like to often be a little mysterious about our age, but it was like, heck no. Let's celebrate. She's 71. She has accomplished a lot in her musical career, not just with rock, but she's been unapologetic. She wanted to get into jazz, and she's recorded jazz albums. And she is still touring with her husband, Neil Giraldo, who they got married really at the beginning of her career and are still together. And during their acceptance speech at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, it was very charming. They are still... A doting couple and and grandparents and it's just it's cool to see that she seems to have found a balance of personal and professional life when you talk about her professional life here's just a sample of some of the songs that you may sing along to or you might have forgotten like oh yeah she had that song
4: heartbreaker dream maker love taker don't you mess around with me you better run
1: You remember a lot of those videos, don't you? Because she was big on MTV in the 80s and she actually a lot of people remember that the first music video on MTV was Video Killed the Radio Star by the Buggles, but Pat Benatar was the number the number 2, the second video ever played on MTV. Uh, you better run, I think was the, was the video. But maybe you've seen her at Summerfest. I've seen her a couple times at Summerfest. And like I said, saw her at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony in LA in November of 2022. And I bring that up because that is also where Dolly Parton got inducted. And Dolly Parton released an album called Rockstar at the end of last year. And Patty, Patty Giraldo. Listen to me. Uh, Pat Benatar, who's married to Nick, to Neil Giraldo. Um, Pat Benatar is one of the performers on Dolly Parton's Rockstar album. So still out there, still performing. And also, Pat Benatar and her husband, Neil Giraldo, wrote a musical called Invincible based on her song that kind of has a Romeo and Juliet type story. So, Pat Benatar, happy birthday. Still going strong. I say rock on. And, uh, from a birthday to an anniversary of an epic HBO show celebrating its 25th anniversary that's the song you need to hear next on WTMJ
0: and now feast your ears this is the song you need to hear most gonna be playing at 10 these go to 11
1: alright I was teasing you for a 25th anniversary of an HBO TV series that started Obviously, 25 years ago today. It won a lot of SAG Awards. Actor James Gandolfini and actress Edie Falco each won a few in the early 2000s. And the show itself won a 2008 SAG Award for the entire ensemble. That show, The Sopranos. And the song you need to hear tonight is the theme song by a very unique British band called Alabama 3 that I'm a big fan of. This is Woke Up This Morning on WTMJ. (音楽) Thank you. song a lot of people already went wait wait is the sopranos on today is the day that that hbo tv series debuted for the first time 25 years ago and the song is woke up this morning by a british band called alabama three a little disjointed there but one of my favorite bands actually i'm sandy max thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight and thank you to all of our guests including The Greendale Community Theater, who let me hang out at their rehearsal uh, just just two days ago. And they are performing the last five years Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night at Greendale High School. Thanks also to Christina Paris of Celtic MKE and to all my other guests. You can always catch up on the podcast at WTMJ.com. Next, news on WTMJ.